0: what's up y'all we're back for another episode of the new black which of course is my honey hole where i muse ramble and reimagine the black experience through the eyes of the millennial black woman and i am she her christy Sorrell. and we're back i don't really need no what to say in that space y'all but I'm liking this setup. I'm actually liking the the sofa seating. It's a little more comfortable. Like as I'm, you know, I'm fucking with this vibe. I kind of like this vibe, you know. It's, uh, you know, I'm fucking with it. Um, but y'all know me. Y'all probably switch environments again. Who knows? <laughs> um. But yeah. So let's kick this thing off the same way we do
1: on basically every episode. And that is with our looks libation of the night. And
0: tonight, we are having a little nautilus. I'm going to say nautilus. Blanc, of course, I already started, you know by the time I'm filming this, it's usually been a long day by then, so
1: just pour up a little bit, screw the cap back on
0: that almost not warm over jail. but yeah, so.
1: All right, so let's toast to being kid-free because that's what this episode is about. So, cheers. So, and this is not shade to the
0: girls with children, because I'm happy for you. This is more so kind of a reflection on my own childless experience. Um, You know, you date, you meet people,
1: especially men, and they ask, well, why don't you have any kids? And I always think this is an interesting question, Um,
0: especially in our current situation and climate of life.
1: Why don't you have any kids? And, you know, having children is a personal decision
0: for everyone involved. In the process, even for kids, it it affects everyone. I believe it truly takes a village. And honestly, I used to be one of those people who, like, you know, people have kids. That's like, that's your thing. Did nobody tell you to have them kids? But I think as I've gotten older and a lot of my good friends have had children, I'm a little bit, I'm a lot more empathetic. To the situation. Because that shit is hard. And beyond just the complications. Of physically raising a child. I think. Another thing that we don't really address. As black women. And that's something for me. That I've learned as a millennial black woman. Trying to figure this shit out being raised in a family of women who were strong and they were great mothers. But
1: for me, I realized that I don't
0: think I could be the best mother I could be until I reach a place where I'm 100% comfortable
1: with a sense of healing that I need to feel. I don't feel comfortable bringing kids into the
0: world, bringing children into the world, knowing that I haven't done the work to be the best parent for myself. Because we have to, a lot of times, learn to reparent ourselves in a way that we wish we could have been parented, even if we had great parents. Even if we had good experience with our parents. You know, our parents are just human beings, too. And as we get older, at least for me personally, it's helped me extend a lot of grace to my parents because... (laughs) You just don't know what you don't know. Like, you literally, I think about myself as a teenager who thought I knew fucking everything. And then a 20-something who was realizing, like, you don't really know nothing while still thinking you know a lot. And now I'm a 30-something, and I'm like, bitch, you're just scratching the
1: surface.
0: <laughs> you are literally just scratching the surface. And for me to bring a child into this, like, that's wild chaotic. Like, that's just wild chaotic. Like, I cannot. And so I've done my best to take the measures to prevent myself from being pregnant. Of course, no method is 100% besides not having sex. And since that's not an option, (laughs) it's not. That's absolutely not an option. I'm sure that's an option for some. It's not an option for me. You know, I do my best and I've done really well. No pregnancy scares, no terminations. You know, my womb is good.
1: And I'm thankful for that. But... It's a deeply personal experience. And as I'm watching people around
0: me become mothers, and they always say, you'll never be ready. But I never use that as an excuse to not be as ready as I can fucking possibly be. (laughs) And I don't mean... Reading parenting books or trying to figure out the best preschools. I don't mean that kind of stuff. I mean the work that I need to do in my mind. So that I'm not projecting all my shit in my things that I haven't healed or fixed or, you know. I don't want to be projecting that onto my child. So for me, it's just not the time. And honestly, I don't know that it'll be it'll ever be the time. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. But when the time is here, it'll be here. And that's just the way I see it. But I'ma always keep doing the work on me.
1: I refuse. Like the I swear to you the literal evolution
0: that I've had for myself is like every year almost and even sometimes every six months you just start to every two every three months it's just the time gets shorter and shorter of the type of person you adjust and shift to be, and I just can't bring no kids along for that like I know that I'm going to continue to evolve as a mother and as a person, as a
1: wife, as whoever I'm going to be, but I think as a person, you
0: need to get closer, you need to get as close to the healed version of yourself as possible so that you can really parent effectively. That's what I think. Because I know that I'll never stop evolving and growing, but I know that the more that I do it every single day, I feel closer and closer to a more complete version of myself. Like, it feels better and better. Like, I can remember myself at 24 or 25, and even though I felt good and I felt confident, I don't know that I really was. In this space now, especially if we're talking about managing the life of another person. Like being completely in control of the management of another person's life. While also simultaneously realizing that you can't control this person. <laughs> this person is going to be whoever they are going to be. Their God's child. And you have to be there to manage them on the journey. Try not to fuck it up. Keep your own shit out of their shit while also making sure they don't die. (laughs) Like, you have to make sure this person does not die on top of that to the best of your ability, at least not in your own hands or at your hands. You have to make sure these things don't happen. That's a lot of motherfucking pressure, y'all. And then I'm just not prepared right now. I feel like I'm growing closer and closer to prepared. And like they say, you'll never fully be prepared. But me and God, we in conversation. <laughs> Baby.
1: We have got to get to a level of understanding with the word prepared. So,
0: as I'm getting older, like, I've never had a thing about my biological clock ticking. I never felt that. And as I'm getting older, I kind of, I really still don't. But it's crazy to think that somebody thought that I should probably be a mother by now. I think that's crazy to think that, that I should be a mother by now. Because I don't, I don't know that I feel that way. I also don't feel the pressure to be like, oh yeah, I started early, I'm getting out of the way. No, no, <laughs> I would much rather spend my later years as a mother than these years right now. Because it's just like now, I want to travel and see the world. Now, I don't want to be old and retired doing all that. But at the same time, I think I would rather be an older mother because I got a lot less distractions right now. <laughs> I can really focus on you, little little baby. I can focus on you now. And so I think it's going to be fine. Like, I don't feel any pressure. A lot of my other friends don't have kids or they're just starting. So it's like if I have a baby in the next year or so, it'll be like, okay. So we all got a baby like we just take we just all take the baby everywhere we fucking go like we just gonna be the baby brigade now it's I see it like that like I don't think it's a bad thing like we just gonna be geriatric <laughs> we just we're just gonna be the geriatric mom crew like it is what it is <laughs> It's just going to be the old bitches with babies. Like, if that's what our destiny is, it's what our destiny is.
1: I don't, I'm just not stressing about it. But I don't regret being childless at this age.
0: I don't. And I think it'll still be an opportunity for me to do that if I'm going to do it. So I don't put any pressure on myself and I don't want anybody at this age who's in their thirties and still figuring it out, you know, still need to find a man to, that you feel is worthy of procreating with, (laughs) cause that is also important. Like.
1: Beyond making sure you're working on your shit,
0: you need to also legit find a man who has done a little bit of work himself or in some cases a lot of work himself to be a good match and partner for you. Like that's important to me as well. And while I don't feel I've met the partner that I'm like, oh yeah, we could definitely have a baby. While I have not found the person that I feel like I would like to start a family with, I do feel like I make and have made better choices about
1: choosing to only have sex with Men who I strongly believe Will be
0: good fathers So of course that severely Limits your choices But it's a much safer bet <laughs> Because if something happens you Because you never know again Abstinence is only the The only foolproof method To prevent pregnancy But And my mama used to tell me this Way in my early 20s don't have sex with men who you don't think will be good fathers and that's no judgment to anyone because a lot of these men be tricking folks into thinking they could be good fathers but you you just never know but so I try to listen deeply to my intuition because that's very important to me I listen deeply to my
1: intuition and Make those decisions. Of
0: course, it's not foolproof, y'all. You know, we all got some... We all got some bad choices sprinkled in there, okay? Not foolproof whatsoever. But even I can say some of the bad choices, once I realized they were bad choices, out of there. Not even... Not even attracted to you anymore. Can't even do it.
1: It's, <laughs> it's a wrap. So, yeah. It's an interesting dynamic,
0: but it is something that I've been thinking about a little bit more lately. And It's not weighing on me heavy, but I know that for some of my girls in this age, it could be weighing on you kind of heavy. And I don't want anybody to... I don't want anybody manifesting or talking themselves into a life that they absolutely do not want. And I say this too because a lot of times... We have to wait On the right timing And I believe it strongly Like On God's timing Sometimes there's just nothing we could do about that When you asking Or even if you're a manifester Or you know the universe Whoever you talk to God the universe Spirit All the same to me baby And when we're communicating and asking or praying or calling something to us, we have to let go of the concept of when it's not coming in the timing we want or the package we want or the way we want or the when or whatever. We have to let go of that idea of tricking ourselves into thinking we could do something else or we want something else and then speaking that over our lives because god will give you exactly what you ask for but it's on you to deal with that the to deal with the blowback of whatever the result of that is because when you wait on the timing that is supposed to happen in You don't know when that's going to be. You don't know how long it's going to take. But it's going to be exactly what you wanted. The real desire of your heart. But yet you in turn had to settle for what God gave you because you didn't want to wait. So I say that to say just be patient. Don't give up on getting what it is that you really desire. Because I'm not giving up. so, And that's why being childless over 30 feels like exactly where I'm supposed to be. And if you're like me, then it's probably exactly where you're supposed to be too right now. And when it's time for you to be blessed with the life that you desire and deserve, and pr- you're praying for, and you're asking for, and you're calling for, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. You just gotta wait. So you want your little bundle and beautiful baby? It's
1: coming, sis. It's coming. Just hold on. It's coming. So the word for tonight is gonna be. Patience. Just
0: have a little patience. Because I think it's better to wait it out and get exactly what you wanted, like your
1: dream, than to rush it and work through some of the consequences. It's like Taking
0: the long road and it turning out to be what you want versus taking the shortcut and you having to pick up the pieces later. So I say be patient. So if that resonated with you, please share this with a friend. Let them know to come on over and join us as we discuss our 30 plus millennial black woman experiences and you know just talk it out wherever you're listening to this please comment subscribe let me know how I'm doing leave hearts if that's a thing I don't really know y'all but if you are watching over on the YouTube please Give this a thumbs up. Subscribe so you can know when these more of these podcast episodes go live. And come on back and see me. So
1: until next time, bye.